Welcome uh, to episode 100. Here we go. 180. Oh, yeah. And Bully's special prize. Uh, welcome to... <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about already? Uh, welcome to episode 180. Uh, I can't stop myself doing that. Uh, growing up in the 80s, people. Um, it is Saturday. Um, uh, episode 180 of the Ben Briggs podcast. There we go. Just in case you don't know what you're listening to. Um, it is Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 23rd of January, 2000, 2020. And um, uh, it is the weekend. I'm a little bit disorganized uh, this morning. I don't mind to... Uh, uh, tell you that I say this morning. You see, that's that's what uh, that's what it's come to, people. Uh, it is actually um, about one o'clock in the afternoon, um, half one in fact, one thirty-one. If we, yeah, if we're being a little bit pedantic, um, let's uh, hang on a minute. Let's get organised here. Uh, I, you should have done this before, Ben. Like this is very unprofessional. I fucking know that. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, offered compensation. Let's have a look. We're just we're just googling a story. Um. Uh. Anyway, here we are. Saturday. Sorry, people. We are fucking organised. I've just had a fucking delivery. That's why. And then just thought, fuck it. I've got everything set up, and um, I have to put the beautiful lights on, put the camera on, and fucking um put all this shit on so you can actually hear me all right and um just literally just sat down to fucking do the shit um do this stuff and um uh got uh got a fucking delivery come to the door and I was like oh fucking hell I'd literally just hit record and um and the next minute, the fucking door knocked. So uh, I had to cease that, start again. And then for some reason, I'll fucking cut off the, uh, uh, the uh, whatever it was. I was looking at on the internet, the stories and shit like that. I closed it down. So I've lost all that shit. Anyway, anyway, let's fucking plow on ahead with this. That was a fucking interesting two and a half minutes, wasn't it? <laughs> and they say there's too many podcasts out there. Who are these people? Being uh, professional and shit like that, and like myself. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been uh, since I last spoke to you. Uh, I was feeling a bit rough. Uh, Tuesday was it when I spoke to you? Tuesday, Tuesday night, I started feeling a bit fucking rough. Wednesday was feeling a bit rough, and then thought, oh, Thursday, I'm gonna have to fucking um, uh, get a COVID test because I, I was I had a fucking cough that was hacking up shit. And that sort of thing. And the worst thing about it is you go on the fucking NHS app on your phone and um, everything, every fucking symptom uh, there is, you could have like anything from a common cold to cancer and that comes uh, up at, um, as uh, fucking um, COVID, doesn't it? The symptoms are, select as many of the symptoms as, as apply to you. A high temperature or fever, a continuous cough, a change to your sense of smell or taste. Um, so they're meant to be the symptoms anyway. I had a continuous cough. Um, so 
I filled out that and then it doesn't give you any leeway or anything like that saying, do you think you have COVID? Do you think you might have COVID? Do you think it's just a cough or something like that? And it it just comes up self-isolate for 10 days with this fucking like red symbol on there. Um, so um, other than self-isolating for 10 days, the way how you can negotiate around that is to have a fucking COVID test, uh, COVID test. So I had to have one of those on Thursday. Um, which is essentially um, booking in. I think I booked in, uh, it was Thursday morning, I sorted it all out, right? Um, two days ago, innit? Yeah. Thursday morning, I, I sorted everything out, went on, booked it online. To be perfectly honest, I don't know what people are complaining about with regards to this app. Hey, it's a waste of money and all that sort of shit. Seems all right to me. I mean, I haven't been checking in places or like uh, been getting notifications like saying you need to self-isolate or anything like that. But I typed in my symptoms, just ticked the box, and it came up, you need to self-isolate. So um, I uh, I did that um, up until lunchtime when on Thursday. <laughs> on Thursday, when um, I took the COVID test, uh, I think the results take around about, they reckon it's like three to five days to come through. But... Basically, what I had to do was 12.30, you drive out to a car park, which is by the football ground in Northampton at the back of there. There was a car park at the back of there. You drive in like pretty much like you're doing a fucking drug deal. That's how it seems. <laughs> I imagine that anyway, on every single sort of like gangstery, fucking drug dealy fucking film I've ever seen, it was exactly like that. You just drive in cautiously. There's people waiting around in a car park. I expected, like, my headlights to flash or, you know, somebody to, like, pop a cap in my ass um, and then steal the drugs or steal the money that I'm transporting to them. <laughs> um, let's have a bit of tea. Hang on. The old lips were a bit dry. So, um, I, uh, uh, yeah, so I had to drive out to uh, the car park there. They give you a little fucking little gift bag of shit um, that you've got in there. You've got like a little wipe thing, um, a clear plastic bag, a fucking, uh, and then a swab thing that you have to break off and like fucking use that. Um, it's not the most. If you've never had a COVID test or you haven't had one yet, it it ain't the most fucking glamorous thing in the world. Um, sitting in a car park in your own fucking car, swabbing your fucking nose, inside of your nose and at the back of your throat. Do the throat first, people. That's what I would thoroughly recommend. Um, but you have to put it, you have to like rub it on your like your tonsils at the back of your throat. So you have to open your mouth really wide and then have that fucking gag reflex like, uh, 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 like that as if you're fucking just been, you know, just like you've hit rock bottom and you've just been fellating somebody in the back of your own fucking car just to pay the fucking rent every month. Um, and then you do your nose and then you pop it in the little tube or whatever seal the bag, they give you a fucking code thing, they scan the code, and then you drop it off in a bin, and that's it, done. Um, 
and then you then you wait. So I've still got like at the minute I'm still like self isolating at the minute until the results come through. So it's been um, it's been two days so far. Um, so um, hopefully that'll come through soon, and I can um, uh, get back out there in the wider world that I've been uh, been fucking doing. But it's just it's you know. We're all doing our best. It's just fucking weird. I tell you what, though, I was expecting a, fu- a lot more people to be there. They give you like a half an hour window where you got to go. So I went between 12 and 12.30 and I expected a lot more people. And it's like a one way in, one way out of the car park thing. Obviously, on the way out, some fucking absolute dickhead didn't read the fucking signs um, and was coming into the car park as I was leaving out of the exit, and he just looked at me and put his hands up like that, and I was like, well, read the fucking sign me off fruit. You know what I mean? On my side, it says exit. I imagine your um, your side says where you're looking at and fucking shaking your head at me. Um, it says no entry, uh, which it did, as I saw in my uh, rear view mirror as I left. And he's looking at me as if I'm the one with a fucking reading problem. Um, you get fucking dickheads everywhere, isn't it? It's everywhere. You just can't escape fucking dickheads in the world, can you? Um, I always said it. I think I'd be fine living on a desert island on my own. I'd be fucking chilled out and relaxed. Uh, I'd be the most, you know... And then no doubt you get the fucking birds fucking with you or some sort of like fucking furry little creature will come up, you know, all inquisitive and try and investigate. And then you've got to wipe them out and then you find it's like the last fucking thing on the island and you've just wiped out a whole fucking species. I don't know. Um, But anyway, uh, so I'm still awaiting the results from that. I don't think it is COVID. You know what I mean? I think it was um, like a cough. Uh, I was waking up with sweats and shit like that as well. Maybe it's just fucking getting old or I'm just having like weird fucking dreams. <laughs> that could be it. Just dreaming I'm in a fucking sauna or something. My body's playing the role, baby. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I've had that done. Uh, it, it, as I say, though, it's not fucking nice. Like, you know, like you're trying to fucking, you know, you know, I've never had anything forcibly poked into the back of my throat, thank God. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a fucking odd feeling when you've got a rub up and down. And then you start thinking, have I, have I gone far enough with this? Particularly with the nose, right? If you're quite a nasally uh, person like me and um, hasn't got the smallest nose in the world, um, how far up is uh, too far? Because I kept... Uh, I kept pushing up and pushing up and pushing up and just kept going and going. <laughs> I thought I was going to skewer my frontal lobe at one point. It just kept on going and I was just like, this has surely got to be, you know, it's surely got to be enough, is it? I've had the swabs, that, you know, like I've had nasal swabs before at the hospital and stuff where they do the charcoal thing and that they just rub it around the inside of your nose and I was like... Do you really have to it said like keep pushing until there's no resistance? And I was like, I've I actually got a front to my fucking brain because this seems to be going up really far. Just end up skewering, you know, giving myself a fucking lobotomy in the middle of a fucking car park. Um 
sort of like turn into the old Jack Nicholson out of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest right at the end. And I, <laughs> next minute, I've got a giant Indian pressing a pillow over my face. Um, I've got no idea. No idea. But uh, I hope I did it all right. Anyway, um, we get to find out, I suppose. Uh, as I say, it's been a couple of days. So, like, I've probably got a couple of days waiting left, which means I am captive and held hostage uh, by myself, by the rules, man, by the man, by the government, being held hostage by the government at the moment in my own fucking flat here at Briggs Towers. So, um I have received a food parcel from uh, um, Mother Briggs, uh, who's dropped some uh, food around today. So that was very nice of her. And uh, it's kind of quite nice. You know what I mean? I've got no... (laughs) I ain't going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It's kind of nice. I've got um, a brilliant excuse to sit on my ass, do fuck all, and sit on the sofa and not go out not be hassled into going out for a fucking walk or getting some fresh air or, um, you know, having to go to the shops or anything like that. This is essentially at the moment with the um, the food parcel I, re- I received earlier. It's like I'm living in assisted an assisted sort of like living environment at the minute. And I tell you what, I am fucking loving it. I can't wait until I'm an old fuck living in an assisted uh, living, uh, uh, some sort of home or something like that, and everything's fucking done for me, and all I have to do is wash myself and dress myself. And even that, I imagine, uh, will become too much of a chore at some point. <laughs> uh, let's have a little bit, uh, let's have a little bit more tea. There we go. Love a bit of tea here, don't we? So that's it. The only problem is I've only got about ten tea bags left, so I may have to, um, I may have to uh, try and uh, uh, see if I can order a fucking robot to bring it to me. Um, being as I can't go out anywhere, like literally, you're not allowed to go to the shops. You're not allowed to go out like of your of your house or anything like that, or outside, just in case you do have the COVID and then you spread it to somebody and they've got an old relative and they drop dead in front of them. And that is on your conscience, man, if you leave the house. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so on the uh, out and venturing front, I haven't done a lot in the last uh, in the last couple of days. Um, so uh, what I have done is... Um, been absolutely fucking bombarded. I don't know what this is, but all of a sudden there seems to be a wash of fucking spam into my fucking email. I swear to God, you sign up for shit or you buy something from these companies where they go, hey, uh, you need an account to uh, um, uh, order this from us. So you fucking set up the account. You like, you type in a password and you're like, look, I just want this. I'm never going to probably buy anything over from you ever again so i'm just gonna make it some sort of shit password although in about five years time when i go to register on that forget i've ever bought anything from there go to buy something else and it says ah you already have an account with us and you're like oh fucking hell what's the fucking password for that shit anyway i swear these companies sell on your fucking email um like for a bit of extra bunts um because I've just received an influx of fucking um, 
spam emails, uh, which seems to be um, mainly um, uh, mainly uh, like I don't know. It's it's not quite robbing you. I don't know. They seem to tantalise you with fucking. Hey, here's some pictures of me. You want to see? Hey, you want to see some titties, my friend? Uh, and then I imagine at some point down the line that tits somehow picture of your tits somehow guess your password or something for your internet banking and then just rob you from there <laughs> man i got robbed by tits not again ben not again it's the 15th time this year a pair of tits has robbed me um but anyway uh this was fucking brilliant i'll read it off my phone because i've got a um uh still got the email um it was uh the t- the um the fucking title of the text was hello which uh uh h-a-l-l-o classic uh and then um hello hello maybe it was like maybe they meant it like that it's not a hello it's a hello um maybe a sup macho that's the uh that's that's the opening uh that's the opening to this email that's that's how you uh, uh sup macho I'm Matthew. This is, uh, hey, Matthew. Hi, Matthew. How you doing? You got a gig to offer me? Uh, no. Um, I think that it's, it's, re- it's the worst English I have ever, ever seen. Um, so, sup, macho? I'm Matthew. I'm 22 years old. Oh, hi, Matthew. You're 22 years old, yeah? I wish to exhibit you a large number of pictures, pictures with me in swimsuit. Um, I'm assuming these people think Matthew is a girl's name. <laughs> Unless it's just some 22-year-old lad just, like, in his mum's swimsuit. Hey, I, I just wanted to take it. <laughs> and possibly devoid of any clothes. Not really, Matthew. You're barking up the wrong tree here. Uh, maybe find someone who's actually gay and into other guys who wear swimsuits. Um, uh I imagine, you know, I do not uh, know any reasons to accrete my monumental prick from such a fine fellow. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Matthew, uh, so he's not. um, uh, He's he's a gay guy, apparently. Uh, This is they're playing the part of a 22 year old uh, gay guy um, called Matthew. Uh, I do not know any reasons to S. Ecretes my monumental prick from such a fine fella. Uh, monumental prick as well. I I, I like. I, I think I've actually been called that. Uh, I by uh, by various ex girlfriends. Look at it! Exclamation mark. I'm all right, Matthew. I'm all right, Mel Booty. Uh, I understand you need to discover me a little closer, and I've carefully figured out how it would happen. Uh. Okay, Matthew, let's have a look at what you're going to do. I'll control you with my strong palms. Strong palms. <laughs> I don't know. You seem a little bit pushy to me, Matthew, to be honest. Not only like emailing a uh, stranger um, about showing you, uh, uh, showing him your monumental prick, but they're talking about your strong palms. Um, and I will of you really gently all night long as you love. I imagine Matthew now as a sort of like builder, uh, just with his fucking strong, <laughs> strong, strong, rough fucking palms, just fucking controlling, uh, re- 
and will I of you really gently all night long as you love? Text me in my profile and take a look at my personal attractive pictures and noteworthy movies. <laughs> noteworthy movies. I like it. It's got fucking Forrest Gump and other Academy Award winners there. <laughs> I would love it very much. You are so cute. Um, yeah, I'm not sure you, uh, you've actually seen a picture of me, Matthew. Um, but I appreciate the compliments and you keep wearing them swimsuits because one day... Matthew, it's nice to see in this day and age how times have changed. A 22-year-old gay guy called Matthew loves his swimsuits, putting it out there. Yeah, not he hasn't gone the conventional route of joining dating sites uh, or, you know, obviously this this day and age, you can't really go to a gay bar. Maybe, you know... Meet somebody at the swimming pool when they open, Matthew. I don't know. You've got the, you've got the swimsuit already. Um, I wouldn't be devoid of any clothes, Matthew. At the uh, <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get kicked out of the swim baths like that. Stick to the swimsuit. Um, just get chatting to people. You know, keep your monumental prick in your swimsuit. Keep that as a little you know little surprise. Don't go leading with the monumental prick thing. Um, just uh, take it easy. You need to take it down a notch, Matthew, really, if anything. Um, yeah, you're really pitching it to, you know, I'm double your age. You're 22 years old. I'm 44, uh, 43, you know, nearly double your age. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, I, I think you could do better than me. In the, I honestly think, <laughs> in the gay stakes, you know, I am well down. You know, I I don't have that you know chiselled sort of like you know body look that that a lot of gay guys seem to like, or um you know the fact that I'm not gay as well would possibly put most people unless you see me as a challenge, Matthew. I don't know which which I admire in, <laughs> I admire, I admire. Um, your uh, tenacity. You've thought, well, he's a, he's a hetero guy, but you know, everything's up to up for debate. But thank you. Um, I would love it very much. You are so cute. Thank you, Matthew. That's really nice of you to say that. I'm sure my girlfriend loves that as well. Uh, there is no doubt. Uh, we will. We will. There is no doubt. We will not forget this night. We will. There is no doubt. We will not forget this night. Jesus. He could have just put, we will not forget this night. Um, I would have thought, but he's put, there is no doubt. <laughs> are you sure we're not going to forget this night? There is no doubt we are not going to forget this night. Um, oddly enough, I didn't click on Matthew's uh, um, uh, little fucking link he sent there. Um, sub macho. Who opens an, a fucking email like that? Matthew, obviously, doesn't he? I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm not sure Matthew really exists. <laughs> Just a few things in there. If he does exist, he has terrible, terrible English. Uh, I don't know any reasons to s accrete my monumental prick from such a fine fella. Thank you. I have no reason to accrete my monumental prick from you. Would you have a look <laughs> Are you saying you want to send me a dick pic? Is that what you're saying, Matthew? Huh? 
Fucking these guys, man. Sending dick pics all over the place. <laughs> I uh, Now I know how, how, how women feel every fucking day of their life. Because of you, Matthew. You've made me feel like a whore, Matthew. A fucking whore. <laughs> Fair play to him. Good old Matthew. Putting it out there. Um, let's have a look at... Um, uh, the rest of this shit, what we've got down here. Let's have a look. Uh, a little bit of tea there. Fucking fair play to you, Matthew. One day you will find somebody, Matthew, who loves you in a swim suit, who wants to etricate or estricate, as you said, or whatever. Um, your monumental prick and um, love your fucking strong hands or whatever, strong palms. <laughs> as you're grating him off. Like a fucking cheese grater on a fucking slab of cheddar. <laughs> His foreskin's just literally being ripped off in your fucking strong, rough palms. I imagine one day someone will appreciate that, but you are, uh, unfortunately, it's going to have to be a no from me, Matthew. Um, let's have a look at this. Um, uh, let's have a look. Starbucks. This is it. Starbucks is in trouble. Starbucks. Uh, Dublin. Here we go. Here we go. He says, like typing it out. Starbucks, Dublin. Here we go. This is uh, here's a little bit of uh, Irish racism for you. The old Irish um, over in England suffer a little bit um, uh, with the old um, with the you know the old uh, Irish. Englishman, Irishman, and Scotsman. It's nice to see. It's nice to see that um, uh, the Irish people here, not as a whole, um, but the uh, Irish people in uh, Starbucks are um, just as racist as English people in Starbucks over here. <laughs> there it is. Uh, a Starbucks branch in Dublin has been offered a pay compensation has been offered to pay compensation to a customer of Thai Heritage after an employee drew slanty eyes on her cup. I mean, what, you know, they're taking that cup away. You know, did you think you were going to get away with it? Did you really, you know, did you really think if you draw slanty eyes that, you know, someone of Thai Heritage isn't going to go, oh, I wonder what all that's about. Um, let's have a look. The incident happened on the 12th of January 2020 uh, when Miss Foley went into the outlet to buy a matcha tea latte. The Workplace Relations Commission found Miss Foley was racially harassed under the Equal Status Act. Uh, let's have a look. The work... Miss Foley attempted to give a shortened version of her name at the counter as she made her order so it could be written on the cup. He said it was clear that... The, oh, yeah, somebody, uh, a lawyer said it was clear that the visual depiction relates to a race and it was as offensive and uh, as unimaginative as a 19th century punch cartoon. Well, I don't think the imaginativeness of it is really the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I don't mind a bit of racism, but it has to be—it uh, has to be original, for fuck's sake, Jesus! Um, 
Uh, Miss Foley told the hearing she felt offended and demeaned by the incident. She said she had been racially abused and it was not a friendly event. Miss Foley said she was Irish and she and her parents had moved to Ireland from Thailand when she was five or six. Uh, this was not a drawing of the complainant, but a sketch of one part of her and one clearly associated with her race. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Mr. Bainham uh, uh, did not intend to humiliate her or make her feel uncomfortable, um, accepted that the employee didn't do that. And this was a mistake on her, the employee's part, and one that she regrets. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. I mean, you know, did it not? Just triggering her head, you know. Why not just write on there, hey, we've got a latte for fucking Jackie Chan over here. I mean, for fuck's sake, you know, anything, you know, like that, you know. Hey, we've got a fucking, you know. This this drink for the lady who puts together night trainers. Uh, the lady who puts together night trainers, yeah, your coffee's ready. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I mean, fucking hell, drawing slanty eyes. That's like the old Top Gear shit, isn't it? Where they did that special building a bridge over the fucking River Kwai or something like that, and then there was a guy, you know, walking this way like a fucking, I don't know, wherever that place is, Burma, is it? Or whatever, uh, or wherever it was, uh, walking over it, and they said there was a slope on the fucking bridge. Jesus. I mean, come on. Have we not got past this yet, people? Have we not got fucking past all this shit yet? Clearly not. Clearly not. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you just say again, don't you? Oh, or, or if you can't remember a fucking name, take the fucking drink. She's waiting over there, you know. I imagine there wasn't that many other Thai people in that Starbucks at the same time because, you know, you wouldn't be drawing the eye thing on there, would you? Because, it, you know, it'd be a racial stereotype for everybody in there and wouldn't fucking narrow it down for you. So just take the coffee over to you. There you go, sweetheart. There's your coffee. Oh, did you not call it out? Oh, yeah, I couldn't remember your name. All right, all right. It could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been a lot fucking worse. Enjoy your coffee. Get on with your day. Let's not go to court. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Uh, it's still there, isn't it, people? It's still there, even when people are getting a fucking coffee. Fuck's sake. Jesus. Oh, I really enjoy this coffee. It's fucking lovely. Oh, God, Jesus. Look at the side. Is that, is, that, is that my eyes on there? Is that my eyes? Ah, oh, Jesus. Anyway, people. Um, that is uh, episode 100, 180 uh, of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to message me about anything, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, have a nice, have it easy like Sunday morning, tomorrow morning, because it is Sunday morning. And I will speak to you on Tuesday. Take care.